Welcome to Art Everywhere. Tonight, my guest is Sacramento's own John Wild. What's, What's up, John Wild? What's good, man? Thanks for having me. Wild with two eyes. That's, yes, sir. It's wild, bro. Come on, man. That's that's when you know it's wild. You know, two eyes help you see. Come on. Yeah, man. Dude, thanks for like taking the time to do this. I know you're a busy dude, man. Dude, thank you for having me. No, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I know you're a busy dude. Come on. Well, you know. If you're not busy, what are you doing? Come on. Yeah. If you're not busy, you. what are you doing? You know, but you're busy, probably, busy. might be doing it right. <laughs> no, sometimes I get busy chilling. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes have I get to. busy chilling. Have to, man. I, you know, it's fucking, it's part of it, you know? Yeah, and that's the funny thing, too. I think some people over-prioritize really jam-packing in a schedule or feeling like a sense of importance of being like, yo, I only see, sleep three hours a night, and yo, I just did this and that and this. And I'm like, that's cool, but like, are your songs any good? You know what I mean? Or do the people in your life love you and actually like you shit like that you know what i'm saying so um but it's a balance especially when you're in a period you know like i'm sure we all are but me especially right now we're like i'm building a thing and letting it grow you know and i want to put as much focus as i can into it to allow it to be whatever it can be you know yeah well you're doing the damn thing man come on yeah hell yeah so, uh, where were you performing live in LA? What, what was, cause you did, uh, so I, I performed, this is war. Um, oh yeah. So I did a live video that just, um, I put out that live video today. Um, and then yeah, uh, a homie, uh, shout out Cisco. Um, he invited me to come. He runs this company called no cap and they were like, yo, come out to Malibu and shoot like a live performance video. And I was like, they're like, we're doing acoustic stuff. And I'm like, can I do something kind of different? And they were, uh, they were like, yeah, sure. And um, yeah, I did that. And then I'm actually going back down there. I got another show in Malibu on the 25th of May. I don't know when this drops. This might drop after that show since it's next week. Um, yeah. And then got uh, concerts in the park on the 30th of June. Let's go, which I'm man. I'm really excited about for fucking Sacramento, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Well, dude, look, there's there's no shortage of talent here in Sacramento, right? There's a lot of talented people. A lot of talented people. But when I listen to your music, like you're like, you're the top shelf whiskey, bro. You're incredibly kind. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, but it's yeah. accurate. It's accurate. You know that. You're being You're being humble because you're a humble dude. Right. But you know what goes into it. And you know, when you listen to somebody else's music, you're like, dude, that's so close. You know, it's funny without you being, say that. No, rude, no, no, right? no, no. It's just it's, an honest there, thing. There's like the way I think about it is I think there's so much raw, incredible talent here in the city. But when I say raw, like I mean raw, like there's a lot of I'm just like I can listen to somebody's song and I'm like, dude. Your like melodic instinct is so dope, or like your sound or the the swag you got, but your the song or record isn't all the way there yet, in my opinion. You know, it's just one man's take. You know, for but I'm like, dude, if it's if we just refined it or just got it a little farther in this thing, and it's maybe less about making a hundred songs that are okay, and like let's just make a few that really fucking are cool. Um, but, you know, that's just one man's take on it, you know. Um, but, yeah, I just I think the city has so much raw talent. It's kind of like, bro, it's like the Sacramento Kings really are like a representation of the city, right? Where there's just for years you see all the pieces. You see great players. You see like if you're watching the games, you see these moments happen for years where you're like, dude, there's like a there's a great fundamental team here. And it's just not clicking all the time. But you see like a play happen. You're like, just do that play at that level and caliber for the whole season and the team will be great. And this last you know, year was like the best the Kings have been in forever. And it's like in a weird way, I feel like the city's kind of like that too, musically or art wise, where you're like, there's so much dope shit. And now it feels like there's more stuff coming out of the woodwork. There's more things that are fully formed. And I think it's just really exciting to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And I, you know, I've got, I'm kind of a, I'm not going to say music snob, but I have a discernible taste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. like I know when something is like 
oh dude that's fucking dope that's clever as fuck listen to that i'm that guy cool like we're listening to something in the in the car and i'll tell my wife watch listen to that listen to that listen to that how run that how back just, yeah like how the the harmonies are are are, are st- the way they're stacked here the way they're stacked here and then on that last chorus how mm-hmm. there's like a chorus of harmonies coming up and they just lift that whole thing and now it's just going to end on this big fucking thing it's like gigantic my wife's like yeah dude cool <laughs> you you appreciate the craft and that's dope you know yeah bro yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I just nerd out on that shit hard that's so awesome. when so when i listen to your stuff like today um uh the one of the things that i was listening to at work was uh carry on oh cool and that that song like the opening chorus mario could you could we play the we, we don't even need a lot of it dude just a, just a taste let me see hold on yeah, but don't fuck this up. No, you're good. Here we go. Carry on, love is coming, love is coming to us all. Okay, John, what you wanna be when you grow up? I just wanna be the best. I just wanna be the one, gonna say with my chest Every chance that I get, I'll make it run You make it easy, I'll make it fun I'm on the top floor of a two-story With a bag of shrooms and a lot of love I'm no flash, I'll bang Music all in my veins And when the drugs hit, just shut the fuck up That's Carry On by John Wilde But what, what strikes me about that, dude Is like the, the vocal arrangement at the beginning Who arranged that? Um, well, it's something, it's like an interpolation of a flip from of an older record. So it was just taking that and then, yeah. And then it was just taking that piece and putting drums to it and turning it into whatever it is now. Cause just to have the ear for that. Cause it's like some, like some, uh, like the, the way they're stacked reminds me of, uh, queen. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like so much, how do I say this? You know, so much of like, let's say hip hop music, right? Like a lot of it has been rooted in flipping old school soul and funk and R&B samples. And um, I love all that shit. But at the same time, like, you know, my parents listened to, you know, like the Beatles and, you know, things that were, you know, 60s pop. And, you know, my mom loves like Carole King and um, things like that. And so it's like, it's kind of fun for me of like, that is some of the music I grew up on. So like flipping that, which isn't like hard hitting records, but then getting that to like hit hard and knock, I'm like, I think that's fun. You know what I I mean? I fucking wholeheartedly agree, bro. You know? Because it's so, um, because it's so subtle, but there's so much power in it. Let's go. Yeah, that 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 whole song, I'm not gonna lie. I mean like that's one of those ones. But I just like it just gives me like it just gives me a feeling that like I just wanna fucking kick down doors and take over the world in like the best way. Like I'm just I love that fucking record, dude. <laughs> Bro, it's so good, man. And, Appreciate it. And like I said, there's there's like a there's a craft to it. There's a really strong craft. Like where where does that come from? Cause I was, you know, I, I go through your stuff and I kind of like watch some of your videos, watch some of um I read your posts and like the stuff you talk about and you talk about uh, being a like taking music lessons as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, so how'd that start? Um, it started with like me um, in like sixth grade, me and a couple of homies did like what kids did. And we we're like, we want to start a band. And uh, my homie Jacob was like, I'll play guitar. He was kind of like the leader of our friend group, if you will. And then I was like, I'll play bass because my dad played bass in college and then, like, we decided on that, and then nobody does anything because we're, like, 11 um, for, like, a year. Like, we're, like, we're in a band, but, like, nobody owns any fucking instruments. And then for Christmas uh, in seventh grade, I asked my parents for a bass. And um, on Christmas Day, I, like, opened up a box, and there was a piece of paper with, like, a picture of a bass on it. And they were, like, you can go pick, we can go pick one out at the store. And I was, like, that's dope. So, like... We went to the local music shop. It was called Music Around. It was like on Sunrise in Madison. And I picked out like a salmon pink colored, like cheap starter P bass. And I picked a pink one because Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 had a pink bass. And I thought like he was a god. 
Um, so we got that bass, which was like super dope. And um, came with like, you know, like the little starter ramp. It was like the whole little starter. Yeah, a little starter kit. And uh, that same day, at the back of the music shop, um, there was a bass teacher. We walked back there. And, you know, my dad was like, I want to get you some lessons so you don't just like fuck off. And then you're like, this is too hard and give up. Um, and we talked to him and the guy was like, well, my student didn't show. Do you want to just take a first lesson right now? And my dad was like, sure, that's cool. Let's run it. And then um, I had gone with a couple of my like a couple friends. And so my dad and two homies like sat in the car while I took this bass lesson. And it's kind of funny. My bass teacher um his name is mike kelly uh, i had him for like five years i, I love him i haven't seen, t- seen him in a long time but shout out to mike kelly shout out he's uh so he's blind and the very first lesson um the lights aren't on because well he don't know he's blind <laughs> and uh like it's there's a little bit of light coming through like the window because there's like a little window but i'm like 12 and i don't understand if it's socially acceptable for me to be like, is it rude for me to be like, yo, the lights aren't on? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I don't fucking know. I'm like awkward and 12 and I'm like, is that fucking rude? I don't know. And uh, so we do this whole lesson in the dark. And then um, a few weeks later, I ended up bringing that up and he was like, why the fuck didn't you tell me, dude? He's like, I don't know. How am I supposed to fucking know if the lights aren't on, dude? Um, and then, yeah, I was just, I was hooked and I was playing instruments ever since, even in the dark. Still playing instruments in the dark. Yeah, and then you started teaching. Yeah, so I ended up um, being a student somewhere else. And um, long story short, um, I was teaching. I I went from being a student to being an intern because it was a school of music and a music studio. And I was helping like sweep floors and wrap cables and go out and pick up salads and do an internship and eventually that led to like assisting on sessions and then that led to somehow teaching to then led to taking over the place and running it and I did that and I'm still running the place um and I've been running it for the last almost nine years is that right nine years eight years something like that and um yeah just transitioned out of teaching like a little over a year ago yeah Almost actually two years. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Dude, that's so rad, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's been a, it's just, it just kind of happens. I don't know. I don't really feel like I have control over it. It's just. Have you read the book, The Alchemist? Love that book. Bro, yeah. I'm listening to it again. Yeah. Because I've read, I read it like every three to five years I read it. Cool. And I think I've read it twice in the last, like two, in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it twice. Yeah. And it's it's Jeremy Irons, so he does the voices really well. It's the oh, voice that's of Scar. cool. Yeah, he's the voice no, of Scar from Lion cool, King. So he that, does all the voices. That's fucking cool. Yeah, he's fucking cool, man. So I listen to it, and it's and he talked. You know, the book is all about that. Like mm-hmm. when you commit yourself to a path, like there's just there's omens along the way. Like you're you're on the right track. You're doing Dude, the right thing. I'm I'm a big fan of that. You know, and I think when you're in a path like music or art or you're building a business or whatever it might be, like you really got to look at it like that. Like I constantly feel like I'm getting little nods from the universe all the time. And it's like, you know, like something, for example, this happened a couple of weeks ago and I thought this was super cool, but it's not like life changing. It's like Fred Durst comments on a post and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I was like, does that pay my rent? No. <laughs> but I'm like, that's fucking cool. And he's been around the block and done this thing. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, for that moment, I go like, that's dope. And I'm like, I get to view that as a head nod, A, from somebody who's made some really bad ass records and B, just like a little bit of tip of the hat from like the world of like, you're on the path, my bro. And I'm like, cool, let's keep. We're doing something right. I don't know. Yeah, it's you know? it's not life changing, but it's life affirming. Yeah, you know, and and I guess you got to be careful with that too, right? Just because you're not, you don't want too much outside approval being the thing that is, like, that is causing you to go a certain direction or not. But if it feels right, it feels right. You know. Yeah, the discernment has to be there because I've met some delusional people, dude. Yeah, and the fucking too? dude. There's this one dude, and he just like. He always knew like somebody's guitar tech. 
he always knew like somebody's like, yeah, bro, I know Axl Rose's guitar tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, um, you know, uh, you know the you know the drummer from uh from Poison. Okay. Not not the drummer that plays in the band now, but the, their first drummer okay. when they first started before yeah. they got big. Yeah, uh, I went to high school with his brother, like that kind of shit. And yeah. I'm like, and then one of my buddies, dude, this dude is high out of his mind, dude. And he goes, he goes, hey man, you dropped something. And he goes, what? He's like that name. So you might want to pick that up, put it in your pocket. And I go, fucking killed him, dude. Man. You fucking killed him. And he's like, and the dude didn't get it. He's like, huh? So like, what do you mean? It's it's funny too, man, because like, you know, people, a lot of people have this idea that there's other people out there that can get them to the place that they make up in their head, like this quote unquote idea of success. And they're like, oh, if I just am able to link with this person or do that or make this thing with that thing. And it's like, dude, really, the truth is it's like all of that power is within you. You know what I mean? Like you just make it happen. And the cool thing is, is like as you build it, that thing creates a sense of gravity and there's like a pull that comes at people start gather. It's like I'm a weird believer that like people want to help. And the more that I've been able to like uh, grow this fucking thing, whatever it is, art, music, whatever you want to call it the more I feel like I've been blessed that other people are like, yo, let me help. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. But it comes from like, it's like the old saying of like, you help those that help themselves or whatever. And it's like, or you can't help those that can't help themselves, however you want to word it. Um, yeah. No, but enthusiasm is a big thing. It's For a magnet. Sure. Yeah. So if you're enthusiastic about the shit you're doing and you're relentless, mm -hmm. like people are just drawn to that shit. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, and then somebody like, you know, just comes along and says like, hey, man, you would you be interested in doing this? Want to try this out? Totally. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's power in yes. And there's power in no. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's and that's the thing. Sometimes you say yes. And, in the you know, when you get there, you go, oh, I made a bad choice. <laughs> I made a fucking bad choice, dude. Yeah. And that's part of the fun, too, though, is you get to learn and you like. You know, um, and it's funny, too, when you say yes to something, but your gut was like, I don't think you should do this. And you're like, no, 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 no. I think I should do this because, like, it might lead to this opportunity or because I can meet this person or, oh, I might get a bag or whatever it is. And then, like, you get to the end of that process and you're like, I should have just listened to my fucking instinct off the bat, dude. Like, that shit was not worth it. You know, where it fell apart and you're like, damn, I think I'm a little wiser sometimes than I am. It's just, it's not the head, right? It's the gut instinct, you know? Yeah, but I think I think that's important too, man. Mm -hmm. I think that's important too. Like falling down. Absolutely. Falling down is, is more, I think you learn more in that shit than when you're on a fucking run. For sure. You know? Yeah. Like if I'm, if I got a pair of shitty shoes and I go running on them every day and I'm like, hey, dude. Shitty shoes, but that's all right. You know, takes that one fall to remind me, like, hey, dude, you need some new fucking shoes. For sure. Because otherwise, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run, keep running. Yeah. Until I f fall again. Yeah. And or your knees are fucked up knees, after a while, or whatever. You know, and and and, you, but you don't learn. There's a there's a saying uh, that Mark Twain has, and I love it. I've said it before. He says, uh, "A man swinging a cat by the tail will learn a lesson he can't learn any other way." I like that. I've never heard that. I like that. <laughs> Bro, that's, that's cool. some wild shit. Yeah. But like some of us are like that, especially when we're on a quest, right? And you're trying to make it and you're trying to do the thing. And I and I see people and I, you know, sometimes I get messages from people who are like, hey man, I'd like to be on the podcast. And yeah. This and that. And like I look on their on their social media and I'm like, you just you have this idea that you're this person you're not yet. Yeah, there's that, or sometimes, you know, like I've um you know, I've been lucky enough that people will hit me up and be like, bro, like I'm trying to get like pop into music. How do you think I do that? And I'm like, first of all, I'm a little flattered that you think that I have that answer. <laughs> um, so I appreciate it. But then like, I'll, I'll be like, I, look, here's my fucking, my advice really just usually comes down to like make stuff and share it and do that for like a decade. And that's usually like in the grand scheme, like just do that. But I'll like go to their page. I'll be like, oh, you even posted in like two months. I'm like, well, there you go. Like, I don't, what do you, what's supposed to pop off? You know what I mean? Like there's, 
the, the idea in their head of what it's supposed to be hasn't actualized, but it's also because like, you're not really doing the steps. You're not doing the work. Like the, like the weirdly simple stuff. I'm not saying it's easy. I mean, posting is kind of fucking easy, right? Like you just do it from your little rectangle, but like, it's pretty simple. You just like, let me share stuff and make it as well as I can. And most of it probably won't click with people and eventually it will or won't. And that's kind of it. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a saying, you know who Jocko Willink is? Yeah. Yeah. Jocko. He says simple, not easy. Yeah. No, that's dude, that's, sayings, that's dude. crazy. Simple, not easy. I was taught. So I didn't know that that's a Jocko saying, but I literally said this on the phone with somebody earlier today where, um, I feel that way usually about honesty and truth where usually honesty is pretty simple, but it doesn't mean it's like easy to say, you know what I mean? Like, and same with like the path of doing something where it's like, okay, you want to make, you want to be good at making songs. Cool. Like consistently make music for 10 years and see where that, see where that takes you. Like, see where you're at in a decade. And that's simple. That's not easy. You know what I mean? Same with, like, go. I want to be, like, super buff. Cool, bro. Go to the gym five days a week for, like, five, ten years, and you'll be strong. You just will. Like, if you just work out. Okay, but, like, how do I do that in, like, a week? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, not, you know not what happening. I'm saying? It's not happening. Yeah, and, and I think people get caught up in the, um, they, they want to race to the finish line. Yeah. You know, I they don't see, even want to race. They don't even want to race. They want the results. I'm over here like, I don't even, I just want, I want the process, man. <laughs> like, I want it. I want the run, dude. I want, that's the fun part. The ascent, right? Yeah. You know Come what I'm up. saying? Like, it's, I, that's the fun part, dude. Like, cause then also you get all the mystery of like, what's at the top or what's at the end. You don't really fucking know. And not knowing is the funnest part, you know? Yeah, they. Um, I, I heard somebody say about Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. They said, you know, Conor was the funnest when he was on his way up. Yeah, I bet. He said after the Floyd fight, when he got all that money, well, he's not as fun. Not as fun. It's like he's arrived. Yeah. And, and now it's like nah, ah. he's chilling. And there, and there's part of that too, right? Where it's like a little bit of, it's a little bit of adulthood, or a little bit of like I got to the point where I really feel comfortable that I can take care of my family for a few generations. And that's beautiful. And you're like, I don't have to do shit if I don't want to. And that's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like, and you've more than earned that. Um, But yeah, man, like the energy of the come up and the hustle is great. It's it's infectious, dude. Yeah. And you see somebody grinding and you go back to your house and you're like, fuck, fuck. Yeah. You know, or you even, you you might even hear it, right? Where like, it doesn't even seem like they're working that hard, but then you like listen to a record, you see a video or you see what, and you're like, fuck, that's good. You're like, you've been... You've been at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Working. I mean, cause that's, that's what I hear when, like I say, um, I wrote it down that, um, your, your, your records are like the most polished that I've heard coming out of Sacramento. I appreciate that. You know, and, and who does your production? Who does all that? Mostly me. Um, I've been lucky enough to produce and collaborate with other people. Um, and a good friend of mine, um, mixes he, he gets like his final hands on records his name is scott damaris shout out scotty scott um, damaris love scotty um but in terms of like carry on i produced fully um and uh, so yeah so every record is a you know can be a little bit of a different variation and i got friends i collab with um and homies i make things with but it's me at the helm pretty much the whole time you have the vision I think the vision, the vision has the vision. I just let it fly through me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that, that makes sense, but it makes sense to me. No, you know, when, um, you know, when you just know, like you can't really say it. Yeah. You just kind of know. Yeah. Like when you're like, you're in the middle of something, like when you're really in it. It's just instinct. Yeah. It's just, this is where it's supposed to go. Yeah. Like you, it almost takes on a life of its own. Yeah. I'm big on that feeling. Cause I don't, I don't like getting bogged down in. Like details to me are only helpful for like problem solving. You know what I mean? Like, and I want it when I listen to music, it's supposed to, you know, it's if a feeling doesn't get evoked, whether that's physical 
or mental and emotional, then what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about how loud your fucking 808 is, or I don't care about what mic you used or any of that shit. I only care if it helps or if there's a problem and we can use the details to solve the problem, you know? That's really cool. I, I, I never thought of it that way, of using details only as a like a tool to solve problems. Yeah, because I, I want the least amount of things in the way between, you know, I can't speak for anybody else's experience, but between what I am experiencing listening to the music, you know what I mean? Um, I want space for the listener and I can't speak for any other listener. So I want space for me in the record. Um, so the, the less shit, the better. Um, yeah, it's just, it's about the feeling. And it's like, if the feeling ain't hitting, cool, it's problem solved, you know? And that can go from, you know, the, the root being like, is the song any good? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. let's just start, like, because if it's not, then what the fuck are we doing? You know, versus like, is it, you know, is it the drums? Is it arrangement? Is it a vocal? Is it, does it need more of this, less of that? Da, 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 da. Um, you know, and it's like a little bit of solving a math problem in that way, you know? And it's like, when you get the feeling of the seed of an idea, whether that's like you're humming a melody and you get a lyric and you're like, oh, maybe that's a chorus that feels like the start of something. And then getting that to be like a final finished product a lot of times is a long stretch. And it's like, you want that initial feeling you had when you had the seed, you want that to carry on, no pun intended. <laughs> um, you want that to continue but still allow it to grow into its own thing, you know? Yeah, not strangle it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're not, you can't force it to be something. Yeah, but you still, like, if you had a feeling like something was special, you still want it to feel special in whatever way it does. Yeah, I think that's really important, like, is following intuition. Like, the last few artists I've had, uh, and this has been going back for, like, maybe maybe three months now, mm -hmm. I noticed that, like a lot of the artists that um, that I've really like gravitated towards, even looking back early on into the podcast, it's all people who have um, followed their intuition. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not technically trained. That's Maybe fine. they're not. Um, sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's better, dude. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's you know it's it's this thing that get, it evokes something. Like you can't teach that. Yeah. Like you can't teach that the ability to to convey emotion or an idea. It's it's like it's funny cuz in a you know in a way I think that's true. But I think the the teaching of how to do that is a little bit of a different process cuz it's less about music and it's less about technical craft and it's more about just like human connection and expression you know so it's like getting somebody to be able to be comfortable to like evoking emotion into a song or a piece of art is more of like a psychological and like human level thing you know and so it's just like a different process of like helping somebody learn to be more comfortable with themselves in a way um, so I, I do believe it can kind of be taught. It's just like a, it's like therapy, you know what I mean? So it might yeah. be like, might be like, okay, it's not like you learned a chord today. It was like, we had a conversation and then in a few weeks, we're going to have another conversation and da, 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 da. And in a year, you're a little more comfortable with like, oh, I, f I feel like this sounds more like me on record, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it takes it's, time. It's like, you can give people tools. Yeah. You give people tools and then they got to figure out how those tools work for them. For sure. You know, when, you know, when people, you know, there's, there's, you know, people tell you, oh, you don't, don't paint like that, paint like this. Or, hey, instead of singing like that, sing like this. And it's mm -hmm. like, well, I'll take that into consideration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because one day that motherfucker might be right. I'm writing this song or I'm painting this painting mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know what? That dude told me, let me see if that will work here. And I try that. Oh, for sure. look at that shit. Yeah. Like that kind of shit. Like I think you can give people that, but the, like the muse, like being able to key in on the muse. Yeah. 
like that that thing that's just like gnawing at you that you yeah. have to produce, you have to do something. Like there's a like a almost an anxiety that's get that gets built. Like, dude, yeah. I got to get this out now. Yeah, like that. Like you can't you you either have that or you or you don't or you have that and you ignore it. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that the ignoring it is the big part, and that's where most people are. Um, you know, like it's about seeing. And I'm stealing this from, uh, I don't think he made it up either, but I'm stealing it from Rick Rubin's book where you got to see the awe in the obvious. You know what I mean? Like, and I think a lot of that's about being present. Um, but yeah, I think there's signals all the time and you're choosing to ignore them. And especially when it comes to art and songs, really small things can start really big songs. Like you just don't know where they're going to come from. You know what I mean? Like you could have a weird phone call with a friend that ends with, and you're just, and it evokes a lyric or a fucking thing and it becomes a whole record. And you're like, Oh man, if I didn't have that, if I didn't pick up the phone, I wouldn't have this song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or if you'd ignored or, that. Exactly. Like you just, thing. yeah. And then, or if you, yeah, ignored the feeling after the phone call that, that like, there's so many little things that go into making art and records and you have to be aware. And I feel like that's where the sensitivity comes in of also like if that feeling comes in, you got to respect it and go like, I'm going to drop what I'm doing right now so I can make this thing. You know what I mean? Um, Cause if over time you get better at being aware of what that feeling is, and when it comes, you're like, thank you. Let me make it happen right now. Like, so what is your, one of your, what is, cause you're kind of an eccentric dude. Okay. Like I, I told, <laughs> we, we, we came to see you at, um, uh, Sunday morning vibes. Yeah. We did Sunday morning vibes. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. My wife and I came and that's when we met. Yeah. That's when you were like, I got a podcast and yeah, yeah, like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. And, um. I met you and I was like, oh, this dude's cool. And I remember, I think I told you, I'm like, oh, dude, you can start a cult, bro. You got the whole vibe. Man. You got the, you got the glasses, can't long grow, hair. I can't grow a beard. Uh, so that's my, maybe that's my downfall. Maybe did, that's, what, just, that, that's what's going to stop me. Cause like I genetically, it's only at the mustache and the chin. Oh bro, so that's, all you you that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need, bro. That's all you need, bro. That's all you need. <laughs> Little scraggly hair here, there on your yeah. neck. And you know what I mean? Just leave it. We'll just rock it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? A bunch of followers running around. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> like a lot of fucking work, dude. Like when I when I see dudes like uh, that, like start cults. Like there's a no shortage of docs on Netflix yeah, about cults. Sure. Yeah, I'm like, how the fuck do you keep that kind of energy going, dude? It's crazy. It's just mental illness. On yeah, I think part, it, yeah, I think because you know it's usually pretty sick, twisted shit. You know, um, and it comes down to like power and delusion you know delusion shared delusion shared delusion and there's weird things about cults you know like it's so fucking controlling and i'm so not like i just <laughs> don't care what people do and uh that's what motherfuckers be happy man you know yeah man that's but that comes across in your music too like like quit your job yeah let's like go that, uh, you want to run that run sure that? let's run that let's yeah see. hold on Quit your job. Oh my god, it's already queued up. Alright, here we go. This is Quit Your Job by John Wild. Wild with two eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe there's a moment where you've had enough. Like finally a day where it gets bad enough. We're staying at a job where you ain't making much. I ain't really making much sense. Instead, you step into the party, grab a couple drinks, escaping into something so you won't think how tomorrow gonna be the same. It gonna be the same goddamn thing. Calling out, calling out, throwing up in the house, putting off being the person you want. So you said it all before. Man, I'm out the door as soon as that bread come in. So you stepping out the store now for mopping on the floor, talking how you gonna make it big. Well, what's the fucking hold up? Why ain't you taking off? You're always. 
Music video for this is fucking great too, dude. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, shout out Mikey Rare, you know, fellow Sacramento, um, Sacramento dude director, you know. Um, we made that together with the... That's pro shit, dude. Dude, hey, he's been killing it. His whole team, like, you know, Joe Shoots and, you know, Andrew, ADJ Visuals, like, um, yeah, whole team's been killing it on that front. And, um, you know, Mikey's one of my one of my homies and we've kind of been, like, coming up together and now he's shooting, like awesome crazy shit right now you know like his, he's doing great i'm so proud of him yeah so well, yeah dude uh, I, I was watching the video and i was like dude this is some some pro shit it's like a hulu ad let's go you know what i mean because yeah. we you know we watch hulu or whatever yeah and they have like these bands that'll just pop up it'll be like a 30 mm -hmm. second spot yeah. and they'll just be like dropping their new song mm -hmm. and they're walking around with the fucking lampshade on their head and Oh, there's, shit, this, yeah. there's this kind of catchy tune that's yeah. on it's like oh look at this yeah and i saw that and i'm like your videos got the same quality mm -hmm. that that does. Let's maybe go. even maybe even a better story in the, than some of those videos that are on stuck on repeat. And I'm like, you're just yeah. somebody's niece. Yeah, it's a, you know what I mean? I see yeah. that shit and I'm like, you're somebody's niece, dude. Come on. That song isn't even that good. My wife's like, you're mean. I'm like, dude, that's not that good. It's not that good. That's not, yeah. It's not that good. But I, I hear you. Happens. Yeah. But I hear your stuff, dude. And um, I, I, I'm going to pull a cool kid move one day. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. I had John Wild on the on the on the podcast way back when. Let's go. I'll come back. Let's go. Oh, bro, we'll, we'll run it back for <laughs> sure, on. bro. Yeah. Because I, I I think, and I've been saying this for for a little while, and I'm gonna keep saying it because I, I Sacramento's working towards it. Sacramento's gonna blow up, dude. Fuck yeah. The scene's gonna blow up. I agree. Um, there's I've so much stuff just full, boiling, dude. I have full faith in the city. Yeah, there's cool shit happening, dude. There's so many creative people, yeah. and there's so many like creative people. Um, cultivating the next generation mm -hmm. you know so there's like 14 15 year olds right now for sure fucking around yeah and even like for myself like i'm um you know i'm producing a couple projects that have like been brewing for a long time that i'm excited about like i got um a homie who's a rapper he's named his name is k hella um and he's just like fucking dope and he's raw and the songs are coming out great and, um, you know, we just dropped a song and it's been doing pretty well. And then I'm excited for more of his records to come out. I got another few homies that um, they're in a band called Misses, just MRS. And like, um, they're like a heavy alternative band. And we're about to put out their first project. And um, yeah, I just think it's cool shit. You know what I mean? And like, that's what the city, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Is just make dope shit with your friends from with like, where you're from or wherever you are at that moment, you know? Yeah. I, I just think that like here there's, there's a spirit of collaboration mm -hmm. that I think is really important. Man. Yeah. And I, I say this, I go down to San Jose because <clears throat> that's where I'm originally from. Okay. And it's like, I went to a gallery one time and I was like, Hey, it's a beautiful gallery. And they're like, Oh yeah, thanks man. And I was like, yeah. So, you know, I'm an, I'm an, I'm originally from here, but I live in Sacramento. Like, you know, we should, like link up, they're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude. Um, you know, I'd love to like have some of your guys' art, like yeah. maybe potentially come up here and go down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, hey, uh, excuse me. And then they went to somebody and like talked to somebody else who looked a little bit more money-ish. Mm. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. And then I messaged them, never heard anything back. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool, dude. But it's just kind of indicative of that scene. My my nephew was telling me the same thing. He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, the scene's not that great here, man. Mm. He's like, when I go up to your guys' shows in Sacramento, he's like, they're fucking cool, dude. They're like popping and everyone's like chilling, That's having cool. a good time, fucking around. That's cool. Like some places, they, they act too cool for school. Yeah, man. And I fucking love my city. Sacramento rips. <laughs> you know, like I just think it's a cool place. Are you originally from here? Born and raised. Yeah, whole life. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in like Fair Oaks, so a little outside it, you know, out in the 
suburbs. Yeah, but it's still Sacramento. Yeah, it's Sacramento for dude. sure. Yeah, no, born and raised. This is I'm in Sac County. I'm Sacramento. Like this is my place. I've been here forever. You know, my yeah. whole life. You know, it's just like a little closer to the less, a little farther from the Delta and more closer to the river, if you want to call it like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, and uh, I dig that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, I fucking love this place. Yeah, I me think, too. I think cool shit happens here, and um, I think it took me a while, like just every other teenager. Right, like you know, you're gonna go like, I'm gonna get out of this town, you know. It's one horse town. Exactly. I'm gonna get out of this one horse town, leave it in the <laughs> dust. And then you grow up, and you're like, oh, this place is actually pretty tight. It is, dude. Yeah, it is. Like when you go to other places, like, uh, <clears throat> like go to Tahoe, go to Lake Tahoe, go to any one of their galleries. Mm-hmm. Boring as shit. Super boring. It's like I don't want another fucking. I don't want to see another painting well, of a bear, yeah, dude. I mean, and it's I get it because it's a tourist town in that mm-hmm. way, and I understand because you like you're hoping. That somebody's gonna come to Tahoe to buy Tahoe to buy a Tahoe art representative of Tahoe through the eyes of like a tourist, so it's got to be safe. I get it on a commerce level, but you're right. Like I'm not excited about most of the art that you see. Um, there's no heart in it, dude. There's no. There's a lot of skill. Like, there's a lot of skill. Yeah, but I don't see anybody like bleeding to make that work. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I, I like I I hear. I hear your music and I'm like, oh, dude, like, yeah, you fucking, you worked at this shit. You, you were like, no, that's not good enough. No, that's not good enough. Yeah, that happens no, a lot. That's not good enough. <laughs> dude, but the, the thing is, you do that so we don't have to. I mean, it's, I don't really feel like I even have a choice in it. Like, it just feels like it's just instinct. You know what I mean? And. Um, yeah, it's not its final form yet. Yeah. Like. And it's been a process and, you know, there's been a long period really where like I wasn't putting out records and songs, which kind of happened for like a wide variety of reasons um, over the course of time. Um, But I think it also led to like an internal evolution of you, if you will, of the music. Um, No, I feel that. Yeah. And it's, it's just like. I just constantly feel like I'm not in control of shit, but like not in a way that freaks me out. I'm just like letting it happen, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm stoked with where the music's going and I'm stoked. Like right now, you know, we're rolling out this project. I got an EP drop in on June 30th. It's called, oh. high, it's called high more often. Um, <laughs> Cause I've been high more often and, uh, I'm stoked to get it out and like, the, you know, the records are finished, it's done, you know, put a bow on it, you know, but also I got so much music in the can that I'm ready to like launch too. I just feel like I'm going to go on a run. Like, I just feel like it's going to be record after record and I can just keep pushing them because it's like already there. And it's just a matter of like keeping the pressure on and keeping shit rolling. Um, and I got a good team around me that I think will allow and help facilitate that to happen you know and so but yeah we'll see what's i'm just letting it happen you know yeah but but not really you're you're like you're creating it i mean it's it's creating itself i'm just the vessel for it to happen you know what i mean like i know that's like a fucking annoying way to probably say it but it's really how i feel so it's like and I'm I'm big on just like I don't feel like I'm creating it. I feel like it's just happening. Like I'm just the vessel for it. And it wasn't like um it wasn't some grandmaster plan, like, okay, what I'm gonna do is not make music or not put out music for a while and then stack it up and then roll it out this way. That wasn't the plan ever. It just happened. And like Yeah, and it doesn't know? happen without that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh like I, I feel that. Like right now, uh, I've told a lot of people you know, I'm I'm really focused on my kids because mm-hmm. I got a five year old and I got a two year old. Okay, right, and they're we look back at the like the photo albums. You know, Apple like makes like yeah, a little yeah, yeah, a little yeah, album yeah. for you to like fucking weep to, basically. And it's like, hey, time with Will, and I'm like looking at him, like, fuck, dude, he was such a baby just a couple of years ago. He was a baby, and now he's this little fucking person with like ideas of his own, and he doesn't like this, and he doesn't like that, and he wants it done this way. Like fuck, dude. I'm missing it. I'm not. Yeah. But I'm I'm missing it. Like the the days are long, but the months are fucking super short. Like yeah. the like the fucking months just fly by, dude. But your awareness of that, I feel like, is a huge thing. You're like you're being aware of like, damn, dude. Like my kid is growing and changing, and becoming, you know, a a person 
you know, yeah. with their, like what you said, with their own identity. And I used to freak out. Like early on, I used mm-hmm. to freak out because I'm like, dude, I have this, 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 this need to paint. I have this need to like make music. I have this need to do these other things. And I've got like this little dude who's taking up all my time. And it was like frustrating. Yeah. Super frustrating. And then I realized at some point I'm like, it's just part of it. Yeah. Like this is, this is the part where I do this. Yeah. Because I'm in, in a lot of ways, like I've, my ear has gotten better. My eye has gotten better. Yeah. My intuition has gotten better. You've allowed life to be the perspective. D- yeah. Yeah. So like being able to, like, did, did you have this experience where like you're, if you're not able to create for whatever reason and you're just like bogged down and all this in life. Yeah. Right. When you come back, there's like this, there's new perspective that you have on it. In a way. So yes. But I would say in a weird way, I feel like I'm a little bit in that right now. Like I've been so focused on rolling records out and making content which is wonderful and definitely a part of the process, but it's not the same thing as making records. Um, And I still create things all the time, but mostly it happens like things just kind of fall out of me where it's like I'm humming something and I grab my phone and make a voice memo or I get a lyric off or I like got a couple chords and it like gets stored in the memory bank. And it's not necessarily, but taking that and going, now I'm going to craft this into a record, which is a different process. That time has uh, diminished in the last couple of months, but I'm okay with it because A, I've been do- I was doing that for a while. And right now I'm focused on like pushing the records and getting them out and understanding a little bit of aspects of like the business side of things and growing, you know, the, the public side as I push this project. Um, but it needs to happen in order for me to grow, to come back and make more stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like, does that make sense? It's like a life cycle. It's just a life cycle. So when you said like my ears getting better, my eyes getting better because I'm watching my kid and you can understand their perspective and you and it's like, all we do really when we're making art, right? It's like Kendrick said it, or it's like, I'm not in the music business. I'm in the human business. And so it's like a better understanding of humanity and humans and like a better understanding of your child. I, I don't have any kids, but I would imagine leads to better art because you you understand connection and love and those things translate way more than like a fancy chord progression. Yeah, that and, you know, when when I do listen to music and I do have an idea, whatever, like there's like a yearning. Mm-hmm. to like oh dude i wish i could fuck around and do something yeah. like that like i've had that kind of idea and you know you when you get inspiration from a song yeah it's not like a complete ripoff it's just like oh like when you're playing along to a song and you start and you come up with a riff for a song and yeah. you're like oh dude this is its own thing yeah this is its own thing like this this is a this is a- yeah and i'm a big fan of stealing bro like there's only 12 notes in western music that's like, it steal that shit like i don't care make a thing it's going to not be the thing, I promise you. Like, you know, um, the police are the police, meaning the band. Um, <laughs> that came out funny with stealing. But like, you know, if you want to take the chords to fucking Roxanne, yeah, it's, so, it's not going to be Roxanne, I promise you. You know, yeah, so you're not Sting. Neither, you know, none of us are. We're, we're our own things. Watch, listen to this. Here we go, listen. Okay, you can't you can't tell from that one. Let me do this one over here. Uh, I'll do the. There you go. Listen, to this, the chord progression is really simple. There must be some kind of way out of here. It's just he's playing down the neck. Real simple. Alright, and then you And that's a cover. Yeah, that's a cover. That's a cover of Bob Dylan's All Along the Watchtower. He made it into something different. But mm-hmm. when you play it against this. There we go. Listen to this. 
same fucking it's, it's the same same progression there must be some kind of way out of here yeah said the joker to the thief yeah it's the same shit it's great but it's a different fucking vibe totally it's a different, different fucking it, different everything and also in that song that was one of the first times I was listening uh, yeah, I, I love that album. Californication mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite albums. It's a great album. Fucking great album. Yeah. And I'm like, how did he get that? I'm, I nerd out. Like, how did he get that tone, that guitar, mm-hmm. that thin fucking tone? Like, how yeah. did he get that thin sound? Like, it's not like a, it's not like a guitar. I'm like, is he playing an acoustic, like in a corner of a room somewhere? Mm-hmm. Is it like, is it a, like a, yeah. a dampened room and he's like somewhere and there's no echo. Everything's getting so absorbed. And then one day I was just like playing, uh, an electric guitar unplugged unplugged and yeah. i'm like uh, oh oh yeah. holy shit like that kind of shit that's cool like i i think about i nerd out on shit like that dude it's great yeah man i mean and those are the things too where it's like you know i love all that shit too and it's stuff like that that help you know it's like that's what engineering is right and being able to like creatively and passionately craft sound you know can lead to really cool shit and it's like it's just a matter of getting those details to yeah help engineer the feeling you know of a record or a song and getting it to be captured in the best way possible you know um yeah and the chili peppers have great fucking records man great records yeah yeah another guy who could lead a cult john Frusciante. john Frusciante could uh yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, yeah, he's that, yeah, that's my he, guy, dude. Like when it comes to music. Cuz he he play like his uh, he's so, dude, discography. He's so, he's so weird in the best way. I I love him too, man. He's great and it's like um I remember watching like that Funky Monks documentary. Oh. And he's talking about it. he's like sometimes I'm playing guitar and I get like a fucking boner <laughs> and I got to like I got to go like rub one out so I can like let the feeling out. But other times I got to like fight the boner, you know, cause I don't want to get tired after. And I'm like, my dude's a little crazy, but it's totally fueling these great songs. And he's in the thick of the spirit, my dude. And I'm all for it. Good for I, you. And he's like, he turned into like a different dude. Yeah. Cause he was like on all the drugs. Yeah. He was on all the drugs back then. Yeah. The Funky Mucks doc. Dude, not a lot of people have. Good for you, man. I fucking. It's great. Yeah. I've seen it a few times. I love Chili Peppers. Yeah, dude. Uh, My first instrument was bass. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Come so, on. Yeah. yeah. Flea. Exactly. Flea, yeah. Yeah. That that's talk about um, Rick Rubin. Yeah. Shit. He's the man. He's a man, dude. He's and, a man at least. Shit. <laughs> well, well, one of the things about Rick Rubin is like he 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 doesn't impose his will on like a, on a band. Yeah, it's about being a fan. It's um. I just liking stuff and not liking stuff. And it's the same idea, right? Where it's like, you know, I can't speak for the man. I don't fucking know him. I'm not him. But, you know, he's talked a lot as well about like being decisive. He like trusts his taste and he's decisive about what helps and what doesn't, you know. But he's also said in other interviews, like my ideal scenario is that I show up and I don't say anything the whole time. And it's funny. Cause you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, I totally get that. Cause it's just about like, I, I want the least amount of things in the way between whether it's the artist or the band or yourself, if you're the one making it and the feeling that you get out of the speakers, you know? And it's like the least amount of shit, you know, we don't fuck shit up. We don't need to say, oh my God, that was amazing. It was so great. You know, it's just whatever we, if we get in the feeling, in the mode, in the zone of being present and just creating, do our best to just allow that to happen and stay there. You know? Dude, that's, that's so hard to do. It's hard and it's easy. Dude, it's Because like, it's, it's hard. Sim- it's simple. Yeah. Not easy. Yeah. And it's, but it's easy when you're in it. It's just a matter. It's like. You don't even think. Yeah, it's not about thinking. It's about being, which is weird. You know, you're just present. You're just there with the music at the exact fucking moment it's happening, you know? Yeah, dude. I, I saw this um, this doc. It's one of my favorite uh, docs on a, on a 
on an artist ever. It's called The Radiant Child. It's about uh, uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat. Cool. And you know, they talk to his friends. They talk to his, like, his ex-girlfriends. They talk to... Hey. Basquiat, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah and he, so when he got famous, like he just blew up. Mm-hmm. Like he met Andy Warhol and Andy Warhol's like, dude, I'm going to... Dude, you're a fucking artist. Yeah. Like I'm going to introduce you to the world. Yeah. And like he'd come home like wearing an Armani suit. And he'd just like be eating a sandwich at like three in the morning, like just painting, <laughs> just barefoot, fucking eating a sandwich. And he's just like listening to jazz music and shit. Just fucking, yeah. He's just in the zone. He's in his own world. Yeah, and it's just it's sometimes again like, I think that also is like a representation of like, it doesn't feel like in that moment he's really worried about what the end of the painting is gonna look like, and he's like, I'm just having fun, man. I like music. I like sandwiches. I like this fucking suit. I like being barefoot. I like painting. I'm going to do all these things. And if I can fuck at the same time, we're going to do that too. So it's like, great. Yeah. It's about that. Like, you're just having fun. You're in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 that for some reason, like the first time I saw that, it just like burned into my mind. I'm like, oh, that's cool. dude, that's just, that's when you're, you're unbothered by the world. Yeah. Like cool. the world, the world has left its imprint on you. Mm-hmm. And now you're unbothered by it, and you're translating it to the world. I, I feel like that's what art does. You're just having fun, you know. Like, and kids do it. That's all we're really trying to get back to. It's just like that feeling of being a kid, and like, because imagine, okay, take out maybe the Armani suit, but like a small kid eating a sandwich, painting, like or finger painting. That sounds like something that already happened today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, some kid somewhere did that today. And it's not like mind blowing, and it's just like kid was eating a sandwich, having fun. Fucking, he's barefoot. He's a child, you know. Like finger painting, great, you know. It's just you do it so much that people resonate with your work at a level like Basquiat, you know. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Okay, so now I got some uh, random questions. Okay, and just random questions, dude. Okay. uh... What's your favorite color and why? Don't have one. Um, why? What, how you, do you feel about color? I love color and you need it all. You know what I mean? Um, you just need all the color, dude. You just need all, like, it's just every mood or moment is a little different and... It's nature, you know what I mean? Like, all colors are represented, you know? I don't think you got to pick one. Sometimes you like one more than another in a specific moment or because of an outfit or whatever. But I don't think there's, like, a singular one, you know? But uh, I guess I also like orange. Orange is tight. (laughs) (laughs) All of that, but also orange. All that, but, like, orange is pretty sick. Orange is fucking sick, bro. It's the only fruit that's named a color. Yeah, I guess so. In multiple languages. Oh, really? Because. Like as a man. Yeah, because in Spanish, like orange is naranja, right? It's okay. an orange. Okay. But, but it's, it's also, also the color naranja is orange. I didn't know that. That's cool. Fun. I mean, I took Spanish in high school, but I didn't remember that shit. So like, that's cool. Like, yeah. you know, nobody ever says like, oh man, that's, what color is that? Oh, that's beef. Yeah. I mean, beef's a lot of color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nobody says nobody says beef. Nobody says you know, fucking poultry. Like, what color is that? Oh, dude, that's poultry. Yeah, that's poultry pink. Totally. Yeah, bro. Nobody says that shit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Next random ass question: What does a recording session with you feel like? I don't know. I guess that'd be up to whoever I'm recording with. I'm really big on um, it should feel comfortable. I want people to feel like they can feel however they want. And that there's no such thing as like a bad suggestion or idea. You know, I want people to feel like they can be themselves as much as possible. Um, Yes, it's just about creating an environment that allows people to feel comfortable that's like my big thing i love it 
So here, check this out. Okay. I don't know why I did, but I've been like, like digging into the quotes lately. Let's go. But uh, Matt Damon said that <clears throat> when he was writing Goodwill Hunting with Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck said, "Don't judge me on how bad my bad ideas are. Judge me on how good my good ideas are." I heard that too. That's facts. Yeah, exactly. It's facts, bro. Yeah, because you don't like. You might have to get a lot of bad shit out, you know, um, and it might just be because of nervousness or whatever. Like, and you just might, especially if it's your first time making something with somebody, you you might not know their process yet. Like, they might take a while. Um, yeah, like it takes a minute sometimes. Um, or they're trying to, they're trying really hard because they want it to be good and they want to impress you or they want to impress whoever's in the room. Sometimes that can be great. Sometimes that can be terrible because you're trying. I don't want you to try. I want you to do. You know what I mean? Like some Yoda shit. Some Yoda shit. But it's like sometimes though you trying sounds really fucking cool versus you not trying. So it's just everybody's it's, different. Yeah, it's just the vibe, dude. Yeah. Like can you ride the vibe? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. And I thought I wrote another one down. Oh, what has what has teaching music taught you? Kids are re- relentlessly honest. <laughs> I love it. That sounds like you have some specific uh, you'll show, you'll show interactions. A, you'll show a song, like, and it's not like, I don't even mean like your own song. You'll show a kid a song and they'll be like, I don't like this. Like, <laughs> fucking great, dude. One of my favorite things, this didn't happen to me, this happened to like my OG mentor, uh, shout out, Z-Rock. He was um, he had taught lessons for a long time. He was a dude who ran the studio before um, he handed it off to me. And one of his like defining moments of like I'm done teaching was he was in a lesson, and a kid is it's a guitar lesson, and the kid just goes like I don't want to play guitar. This is stupid. And he's like in his head he's like because he's holding a guitar too, and he's like he's toured the world. He's built his life around a fucking guitar, and he's like this kid's like I don't play guitar. Guitar's stupid. And he's like you're right dude <laughs> you're <laughs> thousand percent right like his fucking kids are relentlessly honest and it's great and i wish we were all still comfortable doing that as adults you'd have to wade through less bullshit yeah okay and then who are your biggest guitar influences Inf- i don't know um <laughs> that's not a good answer i really don't um I really like Jerry Garcia. He's cool. I love Jimi Hendrix. He's fucking awesome. Um, John Mayer is fucking great. A lot of J's apparently. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, John, Jimmy, Jerry? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like, I don't know in a weird way, I view myself as like a, a bassist before I view myself as a guitarist in a way. Like I just love rhythm, you know? So. Um, no, that comes across in your playing. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even your piano playing. Yeah. I just, I like rhythm and feel and bounce. And like, that's why I love rap music and hip hop and funk. And it's just like it evokes a feeling and makes you move. Um, yeah. I put like rhythm over everything, basically. No, like, like James Brown. James Brown's the shit. Bro, James Brown. You listen to a James Brown song, there's a million instruments doing really simple shit. Totally. It's another. That's a different horn going. Yeah, the arrangements are crazy. It feels crazy, and it was. And he's at the fucking helm of it. Like he knows. He knows when it feels wrong, and he knows when it feels right. You know. Um, Yeah. Fucking a dude. So last question. Cool. Right? Because it's already it's already that time. Cool. Okay. So last question. Mario's like, huh? Where's this dude going now? Oh. Okay, so let's just say you go to Fair Oaks, right? You're like, you know what? I'm going to go back to Fair Oaks. I'm going to head toward the river. And all of a sudden, you don't come back. You're just gone, dude. You're just gone. We don't know where you went. Maybe you just said, you know what? I'm just going to ride this river out to the ocean. Or maybe you said, you know what? I'm going to go to this river and I'm going to... I'm going to fucking live here now. We don't know. We don't know where the fuck you went, bro. You just, you're gone. We don't see you anymore. John Wild, fucking gone wild. 
what do you hope to leave behind? What do you hope is your legacy? I don't know. (laughs) 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 And I'll let the fucking legacy leave itself. I like it, man. (laughs) No, it's true to form, bro. It's true to form. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, bro. Hey, thank you for this, man. And then where can people follow you and drop your shows, man? John Wild, J-O-N-W-I-I-L-D-E. I got a project coming out June 30th. It's called High More Often. I'm playing concerts in the park in Sacramento on June 30th. Come out. Cesar Chavez Park. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me, y'all. This has been no, a blast. Bro, this is awesome, bro. You're, you're a fun hang, man. Dude, back at so, you. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I, I want to make it out to that show, man. Let's so go. So you probably see me in the fucking front row. Let's like, go, baby. I know him. Come on. I know him. Yeah, hey, yeah. bro good shit man thank you for doing this bro i appreciate it thank you and as always this podcast brought to you by we are sacramento and the law we are sac